Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are back. It is the kids on the escalator. Hey, we finally named it. We named it. We named it. Kids on the escalator. For those in the know, the kids in the escalator, the first one to comment on this when we post this is going to win something. We're going to give them some shit. We're going to give them some shit. We don't know what that is, but the first person, like literally we're going to post this thing and then we're going to keep an eye out there of where it is. And the first person that makes a video comment of what we're referring to. Where did we get the reference Where did from? We get the reference. The kids on the escalator podcast is now here. I'm going to give one hint. It. It's no, not no. from. It's, no, no, no. It's no, not deep. even one hint. Not okay. even a it hint. It's pretty deep. Yeah, okay. It's I a guess deep it's, one. It's a deep reference. We've got to do this uh, the right way. If you know what we're talking about, the kids on the escalator podcast is now here. Yay! That's right. We, welcome. And, and we're going to have prizes galore because I've got some uh, some wicked uh, artwork I can. Uh, send to people we've got super zuka that's jumped on board that's going to give us uh, apparently all kinds of cool shit so that's going to be awesome and then nexus comics is uh, also going to donate kingston. some stuff in kingston yes here in kingston ontario which is a beautiful day excuse me that's why i got my light my light clothing on um so nexus comic books downtown kingston ontario is also donating a bunch of stuff for our giveaways so man it's like Wicked. you can you can you get free stuff for watching our our, our show and but I, I want to specify one thing, um, unless you're covering the shipping on this, it, they should be from Canada because, man, I'm sorry, you American friends, but shipping stuff to you guys is ridiculous. And you crazy? guys, it's nuts. So I don't know, should we, unless I, we'll send a vaccine, a vaccine with it when we uh, send it well, down. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Anyways, no, but seriously, should we we'll get to American that. Or? We'll get to that. American, Canadian, it doesn't matter. We'll figure oh, wow. it out. We'll, Holy we'll, cow. We'll, we'll figure it out. We want you listening to this thing and we want you sending it around and doing the whole thing. It is Brenton from the Brenton on Tour podcast. That is Chris Machete. Uh, old friends we are, old bandmates we are, old battle yes. warriors we are. And uh, we have put our heads together to come up with something that uh, is entertaining to us. So we're hoping it will be entertaining to you. Uh, Last episode, our first one, we covered off uh, our review of the end of season two of The Boys. Since we've spoken about that, a shit ton of stuff has come out about where it might be going in episode uh, at season three. So can't wait to dive into that. But today, as we get going here, we are coming up on the release of the second season of The Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. uh, which drops uh, October 30th on on Disney. So, so go get your subscriptions all tidied up. There. Yeah, make, make sure you're still subscribed to Disney. I know a lot That's of people right. cancel it after the Mandalorian. I still watch it all the time, but I sit so, here and do work while I watch. TV. I know, and it's such a it's it's gonna. I mean, it looks like it's going in a great direction, and uh, and I here. can't wait to kind of get into that uh, yeah. today. We are going to touch a base on a article that just came out from a great uh, site called The Nerdist, where they wanted to talk about the absolute scariest horror movie of all time and we are coming up on halloween which is just around the corner so it is the perfect time to get into that we all have our thoughts we are horror movie fans uh chris uh draws 
horror yeah. like crazy. Oh, yeah. So it's it's great. And I've been watching a ton of it too. As I draw, I have my TV in front of me. I put movies on and stuff. And man, I've watched so many horror movies lately. It's been great. Um, just Netflix ones, uh, classic ones, new ones, suggestive ones, suggested ones by by friends and fans. Yeah, um, yeah I, lo- I love horror movies, but especially around Halloween, you just get that vibe going, right? And in Kingston, Ontario here, we have the green light to celebrate Halloween. So we're all good here. Uh, I see a lot of people are complaining that we can't have Halloween. Well, we can, um, which is probably because we're being safe with everything else that we do in life. Sure. But I'm not a scientist, so I don't know. All I know is we're celebrating Halloween, and I like that. I'm going to crack the garage door open, dress up like Darth Vader. I got the, the replica ma- uh, lightsaber, and uh going to scare the shit out of some kids. No, just kidding. I'm just going to give them some cool candy. We're going to do reverse Halloween. I'm going to send the kids out with candy to throw at the houses. Wow, we're that's a, that's a that different way. twist. Yeah, so they're going to like send somebody up to knock on the door. When they open the door, we're going to throw it at them. Wow. That's, that's well, fun. No touch that, right? We're going to have some fun with it. And then our third topic today, uh, Chris has got some thoughts on AEW and the current state of wrestling. We have Uh, to talk wrestling, man. That's right. We're going to get into a little bit of of that. So lots to cover today, uh, but uh, definitely thank you guys for tuning in and listening to the podcast and and supporting the cause as we get rolling on this thing. It's only going to get bigger and better. Bigger, better. Lots of guests, lots of gifts, lots of cool shit on the way. Here we go. Let's dive into the Mandalorian uh, my friend, what do you think uh, we're expecting here with the Okay, well, I love the preview. Well, from what I've heard, you hear Boba Fett's going to make an appearance. I've heard that uh, Obi-Wan donned his old, uh, Ian McGregor donned his old outfit for part of the Mandalorian. Uh, wow. Right they there. Are making oh, a, they oh. are making a standalone Obi-Wan movie. Oh, and that is so good. He is my oh. favorite Jedi. In my opinion, he is. He, He's oh, written man. the best. Yeah, and, and just he play was played well, but if you look at all the people, I guess yeah, in the main movies, there's so much other canon that people don't know about, so it's hard whether I should dive into like Jedi kills because in the movies, Obi Wan man, if you take down the well, he took down Anakin, he took down uh, Grievous, he uh, he took down who else did he take down? There's uh, oh Darth Maul, um, like you know what I mean, like Obi Wan. In my opinion, Obi-Wan is the ultimate Jedi. Uh, I know a lot of people love Yoda, but Obi-Wan, in, in my opinion. So if I saw him in The Mandalorian now, I'd be really stoked on that. I also hear Cara Dune is coming back, which is amazing. I can't remember the actress that plays Cara Dune, but she also uh, played a character in Deadpool 1, which is amazing. Uh, but I thought Cara Dune was an awesome character. What did you think of her? I loved it. And uh, I, I think she was super, you know, it's it almost touches on what we talked talked about last week with this amazing female um, just fucking kicking ass. Doing it know, right. Doing, doing it the right. females right. You doing know, like right. Doing it. But you've heard people forever talk about how women aren't written well. Mm-hmm. Or properly in movies or in comics or anything. Uh, you're a big proponent of this. You're like, you, oh. this is why you said that. Um, I remember a quote you told me one time when we were watching Kevin Smith movies, which is like, mm-hmm. he just gets, he just writes women the best. He does. And who doesn't? Who, women the best. who do we decide cannot write for dialogue for a woman? George Lucas. George Lowe, George. <laughs> you poor son of a bitch. That's right. Don't even so, attempt it, George. That's crazy. I love that uh, it, it's still Baby Yoda. I love that they haven't made him a teenager yet. So I, I, that right, would be too much right. of a jump. That would be too much of a jump. And yeah. keep in mind, friends, that we are doing this from watching the 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 um, the trailer. But I'm not like we're not diving in 
all the Chris will dive in, but we're not going to uh, get all crazy on like whether they're holding the right lightsaber in this scene in, in right. the preview. Like some people the, go, the dark saber is going to be coming in there, right? right? Which yeah. we can't, I can't wait to see. But I just let, we're talking about the little things to get excited about. It looks yeah. like these new planets they're going to. What else are you seeing in there? Well, I'm curious if if have you heard anything about Darth Maul being in this? Because I heard rumblings that that they were going to try to work him into this series, but I don't know if it's going to happen in season two. Was the dark sabers? The funny thing is, is the dark saber was a huge part of the ending of season one, right? Yeah. Um, I'm are you? I'm not seeing too much about that as as uh, or hearing too much about the dark saber, which that was all the the talk about. I actually did uh, a chat thing about it on on the Blundell show there about the dark saber and how important it was going to be. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Maybe they're not showing that because it's going to be so impressive. Yeah. Once it does come up, but Darth it's- Maul had it before, right? The last person that we saw with the dark saber was Darth Maul. Now we don't know how this new, I, I'm, I'm blanking on the new guy's uh, name. I've seen him in so many movies lately. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but he's also wearing uh, like the Darth Vader thing at the end there when he comes out with his saber, it, it, there's so much little information with with this gentleman and his and his saber, but I would love to see how he got it from Darth Maul. It looks like obviously reuniting um, uh, the baby with um, with Jedi, you know, and that's a whole thing. Oh, which I'm, I'm hoping gosh. that they're going to touch on a lot of Jedi origin story here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think I mean Favreau's the guy to do it. He's amazing, yeah. He's you know, really and good. and touching on like the 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 Jedi. Um, you know, origin story. I mean, there's so many different origin stories and you think about where they could go with this. They could take the Mandalorian as far as they want. And then it leads up to like a backstory of Luke and then a backstory into like, you know, that they touched on in the books with like him getting married. Oh my God. There's so many places they can go with this, with this, with this series. Right. And they have the right people behind the uh, helm of it too, which is exciting, right? I mean, there's been times where you hear somebody's uh, going to do uh, a movie or a show about something you really enjoy, and then you see who's directing it or writing it. And you're like, oh wow, okay, this is going to suck, but this is this is brilliant. Everything that's come out from I I can't think of anything that Favreau's done that's been really bad. You know, he's uh, really on top of his pop culture with Marvel and and uh, Star Wars. Man, I'm really stoked, really stoked. Yeah. Very excited to see where it's going. Uh, a little wrestling tie-in. Sasha Banks is in. There. There, I saw her dressed up. I wonder if she's like a mystery uh, uh, Jedi in there. I'm so glad that they didn't end up killing off Carl Weathers because you got to have mm. Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed's got to be there. And let me tell you something: Is Apollo Creed? Did he get the short end here of life because he was on his way to become this a massive star, right? And then he just kind of vanished. How do you go yeah. from Rocky to Action Jackson to Predator? Predator, right? And then he was in Happy Gilmore. He was. That was and then that was kind of it. And I'm, I'm like, is there anybody that that got you know in, uh, that had a, a more of an upswing than Carl Weathers? Maybe piss somebody off. Huh? Oh my God! Was well, he so, in those? You know those movies that like Stallone's in and everybody's in? I'm sure, yeah, I think he was The Expandables. Oh, The Expandables. Was he in that? I'm sure he was. Okay, see, I, I know, haven't I'm watched sure any of those movies. You know so. what I mean? That's. Uh, I, I never really saw the meter. The premise of getting all those action stars together was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm guessing that like the implementation that I mean, they made a whole shit ton of money, but yeah. um, uh, let me just, let me bring it up here mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and see what the cast was. I'm sure he was because you just can't, I mean, he had uh, <laughs> Ivan Drago in there. So yeah, it's like everybody was in there. Right. 
There's almost too many stars for me to watch. I couldn't, I couldn't fit it. It's all almost like Terry Crews replaced Carl Weathers. Oh yeah. And, and I don't, and he's doing everything. And I, I don't know if I agree with that. I think mm. Carl Weathers is, I like him better. Um, yeah. So far I'm looking at the cast. I don't see him hmm. in anything. I'm sure he was in there, but I haven't seen him in, in uh, maybe he was in one of the other ones. But yeah, regardless, somebody off or he had some health issues maybe, huh? Yeah. Anyways, we're, we'll get off uh, Carl Weathers here. And See, old, Carl. Uh, Carl was a, a, our old, our, our, our fallen brother, Zig, was a huge Carl Weathers fan. You know, right, right. So he was always talking big, Carl yeah. Weathers and, and the Predator stuff. So anyways, uh, looking forward to this October 30th for The Mandalorian. More yeah. to come on that. Can't wait to uh, dive that's into That's Friday? Is that like, 30th? Not this, that's a week from today? I think it's a Sunday. Oh, it's a Sunday. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I can't yeah, even... no, no, it must be a Friday because I think Halloween's on a Saturday this year. So there okay, you go. today's the twenty third. You lose track of the days, right? You know what? Now? You really do. You just, wow. you just do. Especially when the world that we're in right now, and we none of us really have a schedule to keep. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like of... I was I'm talking to my neighbor there, and we've been trying. He's uh, I haven't been able to, to jam with any bands or anything, right? Um, and my neighbor there plays drums and has a studio going on, and we keep saying, "Yeah, let's just jam this weekend." But and then the weekend's by, and it's like, "Holy, I was supposed to do something." Oh yeah. So I'm talking to him today. He's like, "Okay." Sunday, two o'clock. Or like Sunday, Wednesday after Friday. Saturday. Okay, okay. So now you know. But I have such a hard time planning stuff right now. Um, I forget about it. I start working on something for the first yeah. time ever, dude. And oh man, you know how long I've been teaching? Like a decade. I blanked on a student. I've never just honestly. You can ask my wife. I've never blanked on a student, and I just blanked. They showed up, with, and you're like, Oops. showed up with with the mask on and everything. First lesson I'm teaching. I was teaching PA, and I was like. Uh, and I had a neck injury this week and I couldn't like re- even really move it. The house was not set up to do a lesson. Let's just say that as well. It's relaxing. So yeah, but I've never, that's how loose things are. I find yeah. uh, right now, you know? Well, I guess you got to get organized. Cause it's, well, I, 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 I'm fine with it. No, I, <laughs> I, I, We've been, I, we're, I too, we're too far. We're into this. Uh, this is the dream. My wife, you like, this is your dream. This, this like March, like from March now, like, not yeah, seeing anyone really staying in and, and not and just chilling this is the so dream so um for the other for us like for me who, who I, I kind of like to be busy and go i was happy with taking the four months but i'm ready to dive in so it's kind of like let's add more podcasts and the rest of it hence what right right we're doing but here we so. should mention there is like i i have so many musician friends that i feel so bad for you know i look at their instagram posts and they're posting all the shows and these are not just like little shows at the bar down the road these are like you know, big festival shows I yeah. just, that these guys, some friends of ours are doing. And, and I feel bad for them because you get going like, this is great. I, you know, I'm getting so much art done and selling commissions and doing podcasts and videos. And then your buddies, you see him going, man, this sucks. I have no work, you know, like I'm a touring writing musician and I got nothing. And you feel bad for them. Uh, I guess the worst was that the guy from Bare Naked Ladies there, right? Who I can't stand. Not Stephen Page, who I think is amazing. The other guy with the egghead there. <laughs> What's that guy's name, dude? I, uh, Ed, Ed Roberts. Ed, Ed Roberts or something? Yeah. Okay. That guy had, you know, oh, I'm just loving being at home. And this is great to me. And, you know, other musicians are going like, dude. Give us some it's of your money. You know, I've, like, I've been interviewing some musicians on on the the other on the Brendan on your podcast, and and I'm and I've mm-hmm. got one today actually. Um, this will come out by them, but um, I just uh, did an interview with Biff Naked, and it's nice. uh, diving oh. diving into what that looks like for for a musician to um, 
you know, just at, at, mm. at her level, especially. So it's not, yeah. it's not, it's, it's a tough one and it's not going to get fixed anytime soon. Um, thankfully in Canada for anyone listening resource wise, there's a great fund called the Unison Bene- uh, Benevolent Fund. They actually helped me out. Um, they helped my daughter out too. Yeah. They're really, really great. I actually, um, um, so I'll turn that into um, Indie Week. We, you and I used to play. We used to play Canadian Music Week and all oh, these kind of things. Yeah, we, we used to look forward to that every year. Right. We played with some great bands, man. So there was a guy. There was uh, um, there's a guy named Daryl Hers who I've had just out on a podcast as well. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to promote. I'm just trying to talk about the scenario. But he's created Indie Week and um, uh, like a, a. It's not Canadian Music Week. It's its own thing. When they've taken it completely online, so he's trying to keep people working. He's trying to keep his staff working. Him. He's trying to keep the whole thing going. So I uh, took some of that unison money and then bought five passes for the festival. So we're going to give those away and uh, just trying to keep our people nice. working and yeah, trying man. to keep our people going, yeah. but it's going to be a long grind. And that's why it comes back to remember, you know, certain managers used to told me, Hey, you wear too many hats and you're not wearing, you're not wearing one. Right. Well, now that theory is out the ass because, <laughs> because I, need, I need, I need uh, to, to pull in every single resource of everything I've ever learned from every single person, including yourself, agents, managers, musicians, all my friends, everyone that's helped me along the way. I have to pull that into what I'm doing in order to survive. Yeah, so, dude, yeah. so your music, like oh, we all have a lot of the same musician friends. So stick with it, my friends. And, yeah. uh, and we'll get through this thing. But in yeah. the meantime, wrestling. I guess that, yeah, I guess, well, I guess that, that's, uh, that was our music conversation is power to all our friends out there who yes. are in the music industry. Stick with it. If you heard that link to Brent message, check that out. Um, this is my daughter was uh, working with Brent. Absolutely. Um, and, industry she had to come home because there's nothing going on luckily she got hired by a cannabis shop right up the road and i'm getting tons of free benefits from that <laughs> um but she just went to just one last music thing is that she went to uh she went to hamilton we're in kingston she jumped in her car with a, went to toronto picked a bunch of friends and went to hamilton and checked out a drive-in show yeah. uh silver senior another man but that's and and i was like wow you really want to drive she said i gotta support the music scene. So kudos for that kind of thing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Music and she's, and I feel bad, so bad for her because, and good for her. I mean, she came out to Vancouver for everyone listening. Chris's daughter came out to Vancouver where I live to give it a go. Like I tour with bands um, on the side or tour with bands full time around the world. <laughs> on, running the concerts, on the side. Anyways, on the side. Uh, and well, now it's on the side, but, I know, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, and she wanted to get into it and she's always wanted to get into it. And it was really great. And she's made mm. such a rise uh, through the ranks and was just, <laughs> It was just. I know she was almost there, right? She worked Glastonbury last year. She worked. She was going to tour all. She was going to work all of England this summer. Summer that just passed. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, same thing we say to her: just hang tight and stick it out. And um, it's like nobody's taking your job right now, my music friends. I know nothing's going on, but nobody's taking your job right now. It's going to come around again. You know, it's going to come around again. Stay strong, my friends. AEW. You wanted to talk wrestling. I'm not going to talk. We're not going to do WWE right now because there's not much to talk about over there. One thing I want to mention, I briefly saw that somebody has COVID from there and there's a big deal about it. And somebody's going to know if it's a wrestler. I think it's a worker in the Amway Center in Orlando. I I actually just spoke to a really good friend of mine today in Florida and Mm -hmm. they're fully open. He just told me that because the WWE just got approved or I think, sorry, Florida. Yeah. Open it up to put like I think up to they're allowing the football team to do um, a full stadium this weekend. Wow! 
you know, they could do 70,000. It's probably going to be 30. So Florida's, Florida scares the it's shit. It's just crazy. And they've opened it right up. And he's like, we're, we're, you know, we're fully open. We're rocking. So, um, Hey, whatever, right? So everybody's just, getting sick. <laughs> just, wow. To, I'm, I'm like, just whatever. Just let, let it, let it be what it's going to be. Fuck it. Yeah. So I, the, I, but the, um, but AEW. there's somebody. AEW. Oh, so anyways, that WWE. That is good uh, information on that. I was curious about the COVID thing and, and, and the W and the WWE. Yeah, it was, uh, from what I'm seeing, it's a, it's a, it was a, uh, case maybe in the Amway center. Okay. Um, uh, which I've been to, which is a cool yeah. little place. And of course, I'm not a fan of Vince McMahon, right? I have a, I have a problem with with really really rich people that abuse their power. I don't know, call me crazy, but uh, <laughs> he, he bothers me. He bothers me. Um, so I watch AEW. I am a, a religious AEW watcher. Uh, wow. So the thing that I noticed about AEW is you get the dark episodes that are but all it's all free, right? Um, it was on TSN here. It isn't anymore. They had to repackage their deal or something. I know. I don't, I don't get it anymore in Vancouver. Oh, well it's on the internet. You can get it on YouTube on Tuesday. Sure, nights I just dark. don't but get it. Yeah. The thing is, is that it's, it's like our, remember our Saturday morning WWF shows where it was like, you know, Hulk Hogan versus, you know, Frank Dillinger. <laughs> and he just, boom, that the was jobbers, it. So, yeah. Oh, the yeah. jobbers. Yeah. So you got to get them in there, but, those matches aren't that great. So then you have the following night, uh, Wednesday night, where it was on TV, and those matches are, are wow, man. There was uh, oh, so they're having this tournament to see who can can fight for the championship, right? And Kenny Omega, if you didn't know, is in AEW, and and uh, he's one of my favorite wrestlers, and he's got a new a new intro. He's got uh, some. He's the sweeper, right? He's got two girls in bikinis that come out and introduce him, and uh, he just he, his, he just he just comes out. He's angry. Finishes his match. Boom! And, and his old tag team partner, uh, Hangman Page, they broke up their tag team. I don't know if anybody witnessed that, but it was a very miserable breakup. So it's heading towards those two fighting. They're gonna they're gonna win the tournament. You can see it happening. They're gonna they're gonna win the tournament, and they're gonna fight each other, and the winner will go for the championship, um, which is in, which is a great way to do it. And the way it's building up is really cool. I miss that kind of thing. Um, the, the thing I always think though about those that kind of scenario though, where yeah. it is building towards perfect, that tells me that it's not going to be perfect. Well, you, these are some really good wrestlers, and not I'm, a lot what of. What I'm fluff, saying is that the way the writing is going to go. I, I feel like it's too easy to tell that story. So right. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be the buildup, and then Hangman's going to cost you know Omega the belt or vice versa. Well, you mean the chant, the spot. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, like yeah, there's just that, that spot. It's just a better story for me. We'll we'll see to, what they do though, right? Because as I as a, the big thing that I like about AEW is that it's kind of like Image Comics, where the wrestlers are kind of in control a little more yeah. of what they're doing. Um, same with Image Comics; they're allowed they're in control of their titles uh, of, of what they're doing there. If you watch my last video, you'll see that. Um, so. It'd be cool. This is a great test, though, to see what they're going to come up with. Because sure. as you, a, a great thing is, as you mentioned, is you can see it coming. And in 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 the past, you kind of know what's going to happen, but is it? Because I'll tell you, man, Jericho did a segment there, and Amazing. I did not. I did not see that coming. Amazing. It was so good. The steak. Oh, and then they get it. And it's like totally uncooked. Oh, it's oh man. So anyone, uh, Jericho and the MJF did a did a great 
bit where they were, you know, where MJF's trying, they're I'm dueling each other. Well, I'm going to order a steak. I want it well done. Well, I want it rare. And I want it. And it just, keep, it just keeps going down. You know what I, I was actually blue. expecting? I was actually expecting the waiter to bring out two cows. Oh, that would have been funny. It'd just that be like, been, whatever. But then they turn it into a dance number and everything. And, and if you've read any of Jericho's books, his mission is just to completely reinvent himself all the time and to stay fresh. And I don't think anyone's ever done it better. Everyone, there's not one person that's ever done it better. The only person that I could see that was able, that I can compare it to. And I, and I mean this like from us, from back and forth, back and forth, back and forth was a macho man from the standpoint of like, no matter what he did, you were into whether he was a heel or he was a face, he did it the best. And I, and he would be good guy, then bad guy, then good guy, you know, Mm -hmm. and he made it work. Yeah. And he made it work. And I'm not comparing Jericho and Macho Man from the standpoint of style or, or wrestling, uh, but, but just the way the, the, um, the, the reinvention, because not a lot of guys can reinvent themselves and, and, um, you know, the macho King. And then, and then he mm-hmm. goes to the, so there was some cool stuff there. And, and, yeah. um, Jericho to me has just consistently re- <laughs> rewrote his character and himself. And yeah. it's, it's amazing to watch. Well, like you were saying about seeing things coming, I did not see that dance number coming at the end. No. And I, <laughs> and great. I, I usually don't like, I loved it, man. I thought it was, I, it was just, it was so fun. And that's They're what wrestling syncing. should be. They're lip syncing. Oh my god! But and you know he, that's the thing about AEW, Chris, is that it was put, it's put. Tony is like such a smart dude. Tony Schiavone. No, Tony Khan. The owner. Oh, Tony Khan. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. 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 Sorry. Too, sorry. But, but Tony Khan, the owner, is yes. such a smart dude yes. that you know he he's not making it the anti WWE, but he's trying to take all the things that he loved about the WWE. Yeah. And or at least that's the product that I see. All the Me things too, that, I, that, that I loved about the WWE that maybe they've gotten away from because mm-hmm. it's just turned into such a thing mm-hmm. that you can tell these stories over here now that you couldn't tell over there. And they're bringing guys like Arn and this Anderson in and all these guys that Tully Blanchard, that, you know, Jake the Snake. And it, yeah. it's really frustrating because I think that like you know, you think of the guys that are still locked up in WWE, that would be great assets down there from a writing standpoint yeah. and things like that. It would be yeah. amazing. So I, uh, I will keep tuning in as, as best as I can. Yeah. Well, another thing about Jericho um, that I see, I, I uh, one of my most despised wrestlers ever is uh, Shawn Michaels. I just can't, I can't stand his face. And now that he's like this religious guy, I hate him even more. You know, the, the <laughs> last, uh, dude, prayer is the last result of a scoundrel. My friend, Lisa Simpson, Simpsons 19 whatever whatever prayer is the last resort of a scoundrel that is my humble opinion on that and I can't stand him Chris Jericho is putting over wrestlers he put Orange Cassidy over man the the wrestler that everybody deemed as the fake guy puts his hands in his pockets he doesn't do much man Jericho saw something in him and he put him over and he did an amazing job at that you know he's not he's not like I'm Chris Jericho I can't lose like you you know you can't do that to me you can't put me in this position no man Jericho's for the team and that is really cool. And I think it shows with everybody uh, in, in, in the whole federation, the wrestling federation, yeah. there. Uh, John Moxley. Uh, what a champion. He I just he gets in there. And, he's a little bit of a low talking mumbler guy. It's really funny to hear uh, oh, who did a, I think it might've been Jer. I think it was Jericho that did an impression of an, of, of John Moxley. And it was, it was just awesome. It was, it was you know, really- the thing is, it's like, I, and I, and I almost look at it as like, Hey, they're um tony's offering an opportunity for these guys to come in and jericho and cody and all these people were were part of it and it's almost like all right it's not it's it's not the second chance league but it's like we're gonna do it right here 
and we're going to do it at least the best. And they haven't been perfect, but there's been some moments that have been like, eh, but they are doing what they can to offer this. And they're the true to me, the true second in, in, you know, in, in wrestling for a long time it was WWE and WCW and then right. impact tried and TNA. But this is to me the first time it's really, it really feels like full competition for WWE. Yeah. And, um, and I think they're, everyone is on board with the plan and the agenda yes, and you're going to see that in the results. Um, and so it's exciting and it's great for the business. And I think anybody on either side would, would, would say, would agree yeah. that it's exactly the same. And to the Michaels thing, um, yeah. well, he's doing a good job then. Because well, of making, because I understand your your point, but well, if you I didn't also like read Jericho's, if you also read Jericho's book uh, about can, his time with read. about his time with Michaels, uh, that was you know the best. Jericho's like that's the best thing I've ever done was my program really? with Michaels when he, oh, he right accidentally on. hit his wife in the face, and the oh, two of them never yeah. got along very well. Okay, then, but Michaels saw like where it was going and Jericho and they, they carved out to what a lot of people are calling the greatest run of, wow of, and Chris has had many of those. He did yeah. that. He did the thing oh, with punk with the making punk oh. an alcoholic. He did the thing Dude. with Kevin Owens and now he's over here. Yeah, it's just there. So it's a very exciting to watch. And there's other guys that are doing that. Um, yeah. I can't wait till it gets back to the, where it was. I can't wait to see where they're going to, where edge is going to go with this thing. I can't wait to see so him. What is, what is, so you, you know, edge, you're friends with edge. What, what is he doing now? Well, he's recovering. He he he. he came oh, he had back that injury, he, he right? Had the injury, and he's recovering. Right. And I have no idea what's happening with him on that regard. Okay. I, I don't actually talk wrestling with him, but um um, and I just I, whatever. But I want to keep the two of them separate, and um, I'm just excited to see where he. I'm just curious go, if, if you yeah. had an inside scoop on where he was going. No, I for wish I listeners. could break something on here, that, but I'm, if, I would, something, if I broke something, if I broke something on here. If I could, if I, uh, if I broke something on here, I'm sure he'd break something on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can't find me. And he's going to join AEW. That's what no, I heard. I'm not, I'm not, no, no, I he's, a, w, he's a WWE guy for sure, yeah. but I can't wait to see him get in there with That's Rollins, a shame. Rollins and, and uh, get in there with, with some of these guys that would, I mean, almost every single person on the roster, I would love to see him get on there with. So right. anyways, uh, check it out AEW and check out WWE and we'll get back to that next week. And kind first of, check out AEW though. And then of course. Check We'll oh, check them all. Check them all out. I always check out WWF from back in the eighties, and I have a great oh, time. Some great stuff there. The Tuesday night one. <laughs> so what's your, what's your uh, okay? And I asked this question on a podcast uh, yeah. last week to a certain guest who is married to a certain wrestler, right? About uh, her favorite, like her match of all time that she could watch on a uh, island. And if she was yeah, on an island and stuck it. on the island, you what would your match. match? And I don't know if I've asked you that before, but what is your favorite match of all time that like, without a doubt, I could put it on every single time. That's a great question. Wow. I might have to sit here for a couple seconds. That is such a great question. Cause there was a lot of uh, ECW matches, man, that uh, sure. it, does, it, there was some ECW and, and they went on for like an hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it would probably be an ECW match, but I would have to go back and look. Yeah. Of course the Macho Man, uh, Ricky Steamboat, matches well that's the and and i want to say that too that's the default so i'm trying to find something else because that's a give that's a given but i think what we're all in love with as wrestling fans was that time that time because there was two times to me like obviously the era that was like you know the the attitude era and all that stuff there's the bit of that 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 people are digging into obviously the rise of steve austin and the rock and that whole thing like wrestlemania 17 table ladders and chairs i mean wrestlemania 18 in toronto there was not really a better time 
Because you had this sort of like WCW, WWE battle. It was crazy. And um, there were so many matches. So for me, that discovery through that time of being a, being a kid and coming through that time, I think Ricky Steamboat for sure in that. And, but I also love the Jake and Macho stuff when he bit him with a snake. Oh yeah. And you hear about the stuff behind the scenes. That's crazy. You're not, you're not going to bite me with that, are you? He was all pissed off. No, no, it's just going to be like this. So I guess Jake slapped the snake around a little bit before he bit him on stage. Yeah, but Macho made him bite it. Macho made Jake take a bite before. Yes. Here's what it's like. <laughs> it's just like this, man. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, oh yeah. It was amazing. So, I mean, I, it's tough, but I, I I would love to watch sequence. I would love to watch the buildup. I could watch the buildup of those right. forever. Yeah. The buildup of those. But I think for me, and this is going to be really out there. Cool. But I really got to think for me that I think the match that I could watch forever and ever is Randy Savage against Ted DiBiase at WrestleMania four. Ooh, wow. When I have to when, rewatch that one. That's when the, that's when the belt changed hands from the Hogan era. Oh, that's when Hogan, okay. that's when Hogan lost in the preliminaries and everyone was like, right. what the fuck's going to be champion now? Hogan's been champion for 10 right. years. So that was like, Macho coming in and DiBiase was so amazing. And it was like, mm-hmm. that was just the culmination. And to me, I could watch that because the fans were like, this is our new guy. Yeah. And that rarely happens, man. That oh, rarely sure, happens man. when you get, you get championship changes all the time, but you never mm-hmm. get that moment of this is the new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could tell the moment, right. It's like, well, I'm not sure what's going on here. It's like, no, this is it. They're, this is the guy. Amazing. I could watch that. I think forever. That's awesome. Yeah. The, I love the old wrestling. It's fun just to listen to it while I'm working here too, you know, put it yeah. under the interviews and stuff. I also like the old AWA wrestling, um, the WWW, WWF one, the way back there. Like I just love the old wrestling, man. It's like, say like, I don't, I don't watch, to be honest with you, I don't watch WWE at all anymore, but I play the video game. But I make my own, you know, they got all the wrestlers in there. They own everything, but yeah, AEW, I am religious watching. And, uh, their women's champion Shakita is just fantastic. She is amazing. She is amazing. On the other side of things, uh, Cody's wife Brandy, man, you uh, you really are very attractive woman. You're very great on your your show where you have drinks, but man, you got to work on your wrestling, dude. I'm sorry. And she's like one of the premier girls in there because she's Cody Rhodes' wife, right? And Cody I know, Rhodes. but you got to you got you got to bring it. Everyone's got to bring it, and you got to be the best. Not. So, dude, well. so dude, one, one last thing. So she fought this girl, uh, Kylie something. Uh, it was it was a, a jobber. And I'm watching this match, right? And it's on YouTube. And I type in, wow, Kylie's a better wrestler than than uh, Brandy is. Oh, did everybody ever jump in on that one? <laughs> yeah, Brandy sucks. Brandy's this, Brandy's that. It's like, oh, oh. And I felt bad because I don't like spreading negativity. I'm a very, you know, I'm a very pro-positive yeah. guy. So I almost went back and deleted it. But some of the comments were really funny. And they were right. So sorry, Brandy. You got some work to do. Horror movies. Oh, it's- oh. We're moving on. We're going to touch on this article. Um, uh, we've got a couple minutes left here, and then uh, we'll let our listeners run to the hills and, and can uh, watch some of these. I am going to read off a list that the Nerdist just put out of the top, well, what they consider the scariest horror movies of all time. And they did this by connecting a heart meter right. to people and watching their heart rates go up and up. And I'm amazed at this list. And as I go through, I want you to do see it, saw it, want to see it, didn't see it, whatever. 
Who me? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I haven't seen a lot of them, and I know oh, I'm the okay. wrong guy to host this because because no one in my house watches horror movies. So for me, I have to watch oh, them on yeah. my own somewhere in there. And it's just there's so many other things going on. So I've watched lately. I've watched actually my my most is four in one day. Uh, yeah. so i'm gonna i think the last thing i saw was obviously the remake of it and uh and there's some stuff to get to so here we go this is from the nerdist a mm-hmm. uh, great article by them they this according to them the scientifically most scary movies in the world ready number number one uh goes to sorry i'm an idiot Sinister? uh <laughs> they had a sorry i had a thing here and my phone is frozen oh my god oh, no. I think it's sinister. I said no, it, it was. It was sinister. So, no, oh, this is sinister. like production one hundred and one here, friends. Yeah, but it's, okay. So it was sinister, and that one has Ethan Hawke in it, I believe, right? That's right. It was sinister. Yeah. So yeah. that looked. Uh, uh, have you seen it? Yeah, I have seen it, um, and I, I liked it. I wouldn't have put it number one, but I did like it. Um, uh, I, I, see, I got to watch it again. I'm kind of like, um, I'm, I'm just bringing it. So I have it here on mine. Yeah, number one was. Uh, Sinister. Sinister. Number two. Insidious. Insidious. Do you have it up now? I do. Oh, okay, good. Oh, I didn't think you had it there. Yeah. Insidious. Yeah. Did you yes. like? Um, Insidious? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Um, I'll go I, through. I, you just go see. You say see it, saw it, or oh, see okay. it, want to oh, see it, didn't see it, and then okay. we'll, go, we'll go back okay. through it. Sinister, saw it, got to rewatch it. I've seen so many so many horror movies, and I feel bad because that's like number one. Sure. Ins- um insidious but it didn't st- but sorry but back to sinister it didn't strike me as like the scariest movie like i'll tell you I'll, I'll, when you bring it up i'll mention ones mm-hmm. that were like whoa sinister was okay like i i don't get that but um i noticed a lot of people underneath were commenting that well you can't judge a movie on people's like heart rates and stuff it's like well what Okay, why not? I don't know. It's like a lie detector test. To me, that's what I mean. That's where your your most like where where your fear is, or where your uh, your thing is. So where you're kind of like, you know, the jump scare and all that stuff that you build up to, or whatever. So I think to me, there's the bad. I'm a fan of the way it's been shot. So we'll see about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Conjuring. The Con. Oh, that's a great movie. You got to see that. Conjuring. All the Conjuring's are really, really good, but the first one's great. Yeah. Hereditary. Oh, okay. No, that should have been number one, in my opinion. Excuse me. Hereditary, for you horror fans, I'm sure you've already seen it, but watch it again. Holy crap. That movie really scared me, like really scared me. What's um, the premise of it? Oh, man, it's kind of like a cult. Um, and it just takes over people and they have objects that will affect other people. Uh, see, I don't really want to tell too much about it because sure. I find with horror movies, what, if I'm looking for a good horror movie, I'll go online and I'll hear whether it's good and why it's good. But as far as the plot and stuff, I really personally like to stay away from that because then you're anticipating it. Then you're out, you're getting a preconceived notion. And for horror movies and suspense movies, for me, it's all about what's around the corner. Could you imagine watching the shining and, and knowing, well, maybe you did knowing that when Danny turns the corner, those two little girls are going to be there. No, when I mean, you, you don't, you don't want that. This is what I'm saying. So, yeah. so I, I'm not going to go into detail about the movies, but I'm going to tell you sure. whether I saw it, whether I liked it and why I liked it. Um, then it goes to paranormal activity. Oh man. So number one, I found like, and I know it's the intro to it. Number one, I was like, what is the hype on these paranormal movies? And then I watched number two just lately um, while I was, while I was working and man, I didn't get any work done. Then I watched number three. And then I think we have as far as number four available to me. I don't know if they make more than that, but uh, paranormal one, I don't, I didn't find it scary. Nope. 
Nope. Two and three. Holy crap. Four. Wow. Yes. Yes. They went to, um, it follows the conjuring to the Babadook, the descent and the visit. That's your top 10. Babadook. I I started watching and stopped that. That one I believe is, is in another language. And um, so I'm drawing, so I I can't look at the subtitles when it was sure. on, right? So that was a little tough for me. Um, I, but I, uh, I'm amazed at some of the ones. Like the top 25 is pretty, you know, just rhyming about the Ring, Quiet Place, right? Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 28 Days Later, The Exorcist, Hush, It, Scream, The Grudge, The Witch, The Blair Witch, Alien, and The Thing. That number 10 down to 25 is right. everything we grew up on. Yeah, well, the, dude, and the Blair the top, Witch, the original yeah, Blair Witch was another. Do, do, we yeah, saw we it together, there. didn't we? All we? Went to, we all went and saw it together. I, I just double checking, right? Because, you yeah. know, I drink a lot. Um, but yeah. wow, that movie, dude, was so great. I remember my daughter hearing rumors about, I got to watch it, Dad. I got to watch it. And I was like, okay, when you can't watch it, grab my arm and just say, we're done. So uh, we got to the part where the little hands were tapping on the tent. I can't handle it. I got to turn it off. She was little at this time, right? And I'm yeah. sorry, Taylor, but she was really a little bit. I again, I think that is that is definitely in my top five or ten horror movies for sure. You know, and I think what what uh, I think what did it for that because if you really watch back on it, um, mm. it's the hype leading into it because it really takes a long time for something to get going on that movie, right. and um, I, I'm not discounting that i'm just talking about the hype leading into the that and i and we and it's like the scariest movie you've ever seen in your life right and you're like okay shit this is gonna be fucking crazy yeah and then you go in and it just takes so long for that build up i think that was the build like they built that tension where you're just like well when well when when's it gonna happen it's mm-hmm. like the end of the Sopranos. It's like there's right. only three minutes. There's only three minutes yeah, left, what, and it's the final episode. This? And Tony, Tony's still alive. Are they going to kill him? That's like, you know, like then you're that's you're sitting here going, what the fuck's going to go on? And so that was kind of like a funny thing for me with that. And then it hit, and then it kind of came out of there going, well, it was scary, but it was the buildup that really did it. So I kind of like Jaws. It's like build, 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 and oh, then, Jaws you, was great too, then yeah. you get it. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I'm a bit more old school in that regard. Like uh, I'm, I'm still um, don't think that there's a scarier scene in movies than a uh, little uh, Regan uh, in the exorcist sitting on that oh, chair yeah, that with her scary, arm up yeah. like this. And she's yeah. already possessed and they come down. They said, I'm speaking to who's ever inside. And mm-hmm. she goes, she can come right now. Like whatever that was. Yeah, and I'm like, the there's no was, yeah. scarier moment. Than that, that was, that was really scary. That was really scary. Um, the end of hereditary <laughs> man. Holy shit, dude. I was right on edge for the end of Hereditary. I can't, like, the Blair Witch had the same effect on me. The, the thing I liked about the Blair Witch is you went in, you sat down, you're like, okay, whatever the hell. But then you left going, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I remember, remember the young girls behind us going, oh, my yeah, God, yeah. I can't leave. What the hell? And then you're hearing, like, the rocks yeah. clanging and everywhere. You're like, holy shit. So I also watched, so Blair Witch Part 2 was just such a piece of crap. And then Blair Witch Part 3 uh the the main girl i'm blanking on her name right now i got on the tip of my tongue but she uh her brother goes looking for her mm. uh, so they kind of go back to the old handheld thing and i rewatched it um just a couple nights ago and i really i liked it a lot more and the first time i watched blair witch 3 i was like oh and then i watched it again just a couple nights ago it was really good i enjoyed it it's like, funny because to, to that side and there's the disappointing side, um, which when I heard that um, uh, M night was doing a, a movie about being, you know, about being lost in the woods or being a, a movie about the woods, I thought this is going to be the scariest movie of all time because you just so great at building up. I, th- I, I loved, um, 
uh, his alien movie there with um, Mel Gibson. Oh yeah, signs. Uh, yes, I loved it and oh, and all yeah. that stuff. So I loved how he built that up, and then that that movie happened, and it was it turned out to just be a cult in the woods, and it it was just like you know the scary monsters to keep the kids in the thing, and I was like, ah, oh, I was disappointed because mm. I was like, this could have been. So same with that Mark Wahlberg movie that he did where it was like, oh, well, it's just the wind. It's just the wind. And I'm like, okay, hold on a second. So it's amazing the two, the, like where the, these horror movies kind of go and how they go and you watch them. I can't wait to dive into some of these. I just haven't had a chance to do it. So oh. anyways, kudos to the Nerdist for doing that. I'm going to have to watch Hereditary now that you've said it because oh, uh, if it's you number one by you, then it's uh, then it's going to work for me because we... One other one I just want to mention to the listeners yeah. uh, is uh, Open House, which just is on Netflix now. It's a Netflix movie. Uh, it's called Open House. Check yeah. that out. I'm not going to say any more, but woo, it's a, it's a twister. You're, you're no way you're going to guess what. See, I, horror movies, I love watching the old ones where you know it's, it's a guy that's going to chop you up. It's Jason, whatever. That's great. There's sure. also the other ones where you're you're going through and trying to figure out who it is. Yeah. And it's gruesome along the way. And at the end, you're just like, what the fuck? The what the fuck moments. Like the boys had so many what the fuck moments, right? Uh, Open House. That's a great Netflix movie, horror movie for Halloween. If you guys want to check that out. And of course, Halloween. The original. If you're not watching the original Halloween, if you have not seen the original Halloween, you haven't celebrated Halloween properly. Exactly. The original, right? Like, it's just, it's gold. It's exactly. gold. Mm-hmm. Well, my friends, that is another episode of the Kids on the Escalator podcast uh, in audio and video form. Uh, the, you can catch the video on YouTube and all of the channels. Uh, we'll throw some highlights in there of what we've been talking about. Uh, you can see uh, more from us in that regard uh, weekly on all platforms coming out uh, uh, and every, wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to uh, subscribe, like all the things, whatever you say, Chris. What do, you, yes. what do the kids say? Do I don't right. even know anymore. I'm not a kid, so I don't know. But um, I, I was going to say, if you have any, if, if anybody has any things you would like us to discuss, man, oh, drop yeah. them below, man. We love to chat. So we don't see each other very often anymore. So it's right. great for us to chat about the fun stuff. That's you know, good. we got our movies, we got our comic books, we got pop culture, we got wrestling, you know, horror stuff. Uh, yeah, whatever you guys, music, whatever you guys want to ch- hear us chat about in the pop culture realm. You're not going to hear a lot of politics here, which you may appreciate, That's but. Right. Uh, you know, um, yeah, we'll have to discuss Borat sometimes because it's so fun. Because I've never. I just watched Borat too. Maybe that's another discussion. And you loved it too, right? And I've never well, watched I, you know Borat. What I, loved, I never it, liked him. It's a, it's a, it's a. I'll leave it at this, but it's yeah. he's not really the star of this one. Ah, okay. Well, America is. America is, but also just like <laughs> I can make a show out of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. It's a, it's a great thing. So, cool. join us next week, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in, watching, sharing, liking, doing the whole thing. You're gonna win a whole pile of shit from. Oh yeah. uh, su- Our friends at Superzuka and uh, in Kingston Comics. Oh, we got Nexus Comics and we got Machete Comics that has some really rad yeah. stuff. My company, Machete Comics. Check out Mr. Machete on Instagram. Check out Machete Comics on Facebook. I got nothing on Twitter right now. Check out the Chris Machete Show on YouTube. That's right. I'm Brenton on Tour Podcast. We're, every, we're everywhere. We're doing we all can, kinds of stuff. We're doing Hello. all kinds of crazy shit. And we're going to give away a bunch of stuff. And, and uh, we're going to have more things uh, happening down the road. So it is the Kids on the Escalator Podcast. That is Chris Machete. I am Brenton. And uh, thanks for joining us. All right. Do 
did will the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network the first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories ready tara sloan from the san jose sharks undercurrent podcast at nbc sports Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.